which is on page 10, 35, 1035. In this Sikha, the Rebbe will discuss the uh, special advantage of the Mon, that notwithstanding that the Mon was of a very high and special great level, yet it uh, was uh, given and it impacted even people that were on a, a very low level, even the Rishoyim, and that um, eventually it was the man that they consumed that helped them get out from their state. Um, and uh, the Rebbe is going to bring a metaphor to the man uh, versus the regular bread, lechem uh, shomayim, which comes from the shomayim, versus the lechem um, haaretz, is the uh, two aspects of Torah, the revealed part of Torah, Nigla and Chassid, is the hidden part of Torah. And um, the Rebbe's point here is that Chassidus needs to be taught to everyone, even people who are not at the level of Tzadikim. You cannot deny the opportunity and the privilege of learning Hasidus just because one is not ready, as the Rebbe will explain out in the uh, uh, towards the end of the Sikha. But in first point, uh, the Rebbe wants to bring about that the Mon was something which wasn't exclusive for Tzadikim, but it was actually something which all Jewish people partook in. Do in Ois Aleph. The Gemara in Yoima Frekt. So this is in the Gemara in Yoima and Dafayin Hayomad Aleph. So the Gemara asks over there that Ksiv, uh, that in one Pasik it states, Uberedes Hatal Alhamachne Lailo Yeridamon Olof. That's in Bamidbar Yudalaf Tes, Perikidal Pasik Tes. So in this Pasik it seems to say that when their Tal needed a rope of the Machne by Nacht, to their Mona Rop Nidr Noifim, which means that the dew descended on the camp. The camp meaning the place where the Jewish people camped. Is mashmas their mon is in their machana. So that would seem that the mon descended in the camp itself. So that's one posik the Gemara brings. But then we have another posik. Uksiv, this is a posik, a Shmois Perik Tazvav Posik Dalad. Over there the posik states the people went out and they collected. And the folk is a They walked out to collect. Since it uses the lotion of Vayetze, they went out. is mashma. It's going out appears as the mon that they needed to go outside of the camp to collect the mon. So the first pasuk it says they were in the camp. Second pasuk it says they had to go outside. And yet there is a further pasuk uksiv, and there's a further pasuk which is in Bamidbar Yudala pasuk says shatu ha'am velaktu. Shatu means that they scattered. The people scattered to collect was shatu meant. The meaning of shatu is as they gedarv gained to a white north that needed to go to a distant place, but they took life in the month to collect the month. So we have these three verses. In the camp, outside of the camp, far away. The Gemara answers. So the Gemara answers. As the Dreyli Shoinus Redden Vegendrai Bazundra Sugim from Eden. That these three languages are addressing two, three different categories of Jews. And Sadikim Yoreda Pesach Besom. 
Benanim yotsu velaktu. Rishoyim shotu velaktu. For tzaddikim is the mon gefallen by their tir von zeira heiser. For the righteous, for the tzaddikim, the mon fell by the entrance, by the door of their homes. Benanim, the middle uh, people that are in the middle, zainarois oisad demachna. They went outside of the camp. And to leave them mon, I said the mon to go for the mon. And Rishoyim, I'm gedav gein noch weiter, but the Rishoyim, the evil needed to go even further. And as I is oich the Gemara dort, and the Gemara over there also explains the mevayr the dry Rishoyim the three languages which we find with regards to the mon lechem ugois un vetochanu. The word lechem means bread, ugois is cakes, un tochanu means grinding. So, did the mon come down as bread? Did it, uh, did it come down like cakes or grinding? So, the Gemara says like this. For the righteous, the mon came down ready as baked bread. It was lechem. Beinunim, the middle ones, the middle people in the middle level, they needed to still bake cakes. So, it was cakes, it was prepared, but they needed to bake it still. But Rishoyim, they needed to start from grinding, and as the Pasuk says, they, grinded, they grounded in the mills. So basically, over here, what we see, what Rebbe points to is that there were three categories of Jews, and all of them took part, as the Gemara says, and collected the month. It was in a different Way uh, the tzaddikim went, uh, didn't have to go anywhere. It was ready baked bread for them, the ready bread. The benanim needed to go outside of the camp, and it was ugois which needed to still be baked, and the rishoyim needed to go far away. But yet, and had to go through a whole process of grinding and going through all the process. Now, in Ois base, we'll see the Rebbe is going to point out that there is, what is the advantage of the mon over uh, regular bread, in which, A, uh, the mon, uh, you didn't have to go through all the work of uh, sowing, plowing, whatever it takes to uh, get growing, as uh, the Mishnah and Shabbos counts the 39 malachas uh, that are necessary in order to get uh, bread. Lechem and Hashemayim, everything comes ready. Uh, number two, uh, the lechem and hashemayim, the mon, did not have uh, any uh, uh, leftovers, which means everything was consumed in the body, and the people did not put anything out. It was fully absorbed, and nothing came out. There was no psoilus. So that's the advantage of the mon over regular lechem. And these advantages definitely had to impact even the Rishoyim, because they remained Rishoyim even after uh, they got the Mon, but yet we see that it stayed in them, and eventually that must have had a, an impact in them. And that was the physical Mon, and the Rebbe is going to equate it also to the spiritual metaphor for the Mon, which is Hasidus, that it impacts everybody, as we'll see later on. It's called, the mon is uh, described with the name bread of the heavens, as in Posikit Hilim Ein Ches, Posik Chov Dalad. Lechem 
referencing to Moshe Rabbeinu. Other Dogon Shamaim. This is also referred to as Dogon Shamaim. The Farzain and Faran. The Farzain and Faran days in Rishonim. There are opinions in the Rishonim as the bracha was the Eden flagamachon of Mon that the blessing that the Jews made over the Mon is given Hamoitzi Lechem in Hashemayim, one who brings the Lechem from the heavens. The Rebbe in the Ha'orah 6 discusses this Bechlala question whether people said brachas uh, over there. Uh, here we're talking about uh, in the time of the desert and David um, HaMelech was the one that instituted the Meyer Brachas Bechol Yoim. Part of them is the food brachas that we make, uh, whether there was brachas beforehand, but he brings down various sources that uh, there was uh, this concept of brachas. So they say that what was the bracha that the Yidunflag Machan Efumon is given that it was brings out the bread from the Shemaim instead of Minho Aritz. So we know, so the general, the general idea, Mon is Lechem and Shemaim. The chiluk tzvishen lechem and hashemayim and lechem and aretz is what's the difference between bread that comes from the heavens and bread that comes from the ground? Is lechem and aretz fodet fil arbet umfarshidin the malachas bizer vetroitzas. The bread from the earth requires much work, various kinds of jobs, till it's fitting to eat. With the gemara zokt, as the gemara states, tanos yudurat the past nokit that our tana is. Uh, telling us the order of bread. When the Gemara says the, night, the 39 malachas, uh, those 39 malachas is the order of how bread is made. So we see that there is a whole process to make bread. Mandaf Akron, you must plow. Zayin, you must sow. As the Mishnah counts of this. So there's a lot of jobs to get if you want to get lechem and orits. Unogdam alam. And even after you already worked on all this, is this erst lechem was hot in zich psoilus. It's still a bread that has residue; it has leftovers in it. Anders is over the lechem in Hashemayim, which is different with regards to the bread that comes from the heaven with the mon. By im hot men nit gedarft hobn de al malachas. Over there, you did not need all these works. Oich is an im kor kipsoilus nidgiven. In addition. In the month, there was no leftovers. There was no residue over there. Un ot der lechem in Hashemayim. So this lechem in Hashemayim with its qualities is given a spice. That was the food, the feed. Nit nor far tzadikim. Not only for the righteous, nor eich far benunim, but also for the middle ones going through. We said before tzadikim benim and reshaim. But when we talk about here benunim, the Rebbe makes a. Uh, I note here, we're not only talking about a Baini that the Tanya refers to him as a Baini, which is a very high level, really. But we're also talking over here, in this case, a simple meaning of a Baini. Someone who has half merits and half sins. So, that's the Benin. Unafila and even further. Those that are even in a lower level than a average, a simple Benin. Farishoim, which is uh, a Russia. So basically, the Mon fed everybody, the Tzadikim, the Benin, those are 50 50, 
and also the Rishoyim. Basically, the mon fed the lowest of the levels. Under mon is given a and the way that the feed the mon fed also the Rishoyim, the mon didn't change. It still was in a way not is as that it was no leftovers, that there was no psoilus, there was no residue left from it. Neat as durzeir essen is the mon forandet givoron non givoron zaymaila. Well, it did not happen. We don't say that when they ate it through their eating, the rishoyim eating it, or the benim is the mon forandet givoron that the mon changed. Unon givoron zaymaila lost his advantage. So now because you fed them, so all of a sudden the mon is not the same mon. Nor oich verendik atel for zerdam of baser, but while it became part of their blood and their flesh, is the mon from living in zaymaila. The mon remained in its advantage. Special about mon. Mon can feed a rasha, and it doesn't have to change the quality of the mon. The mon remains the mon. In the nachmere, nit nor is their mon through them essen from the rishoyim. Nish nishtane gevorn. Not only did the mon, when it was eaten by the rishoyim, the mon didn't lose its quality. Afila azavos hot mitzich yitrog in the pesel micha. The rebbe says in the parentheses. We know even such a person that was carrying the statue of Micha, which later on we know uh, he passed with them uh, on the Yamsuf, it brings down from the Gemara over there. But that was a pretty bad, caused a lot of problems for the Jewish people later on. So it was such a big Russia, like the Pesel Micha. Still, while he ate it, the Mon didn't change. Even somebody like that person, the man, remained this quality. And it remained in its essence and in its greatness. Only because of this, that it remained in its advantage and is the man entered in their inner. That because of this, that it still remained in its greatness, and it entered them inside, they, uh, they ate it, it came part of them, that impacted them a, a refinement. As we the sages tell us, So this is a statement um, from the Mechilta in Shemois Tezayin Dalet, that... Um, the Torah to expound properly on the Torah Lidrash is only to those who ate the Mon. That means that it was the Mon that they ate that gave them a greatness that they can expound the Torah. The Torah was given to be expounded on Lech Lamon. As Durch said, as the Mon, that through this that they ate the Mon, and they didn't give on the the Jews became fit to receive and to expound the Torah. So, we see that the Torah in Apnimis changes the person, impacted them. Now, who was impacted of them? Not only the Tzadikim. Deep Ula from Mon is given in the Allah Sugim for Shishim Eden. This impact, the effect that the Mon impacted positively, is, was in all categories of the 600,000 Jews. Because each one of them received the Torah. We're talking about it, no Torah, the Torah was given to them. And each one of the 600,000 people has a part in the simple, the hint, the expansion, and the secret of the Torah. 
Although that after they ate the man, the Rishoyim remained the one, so it didn't really change them to become not Rishoyim. And that did not influence them to do Tshuva immediately on the spot. How are we saying that it impacted them? But if it impacted them, they, their, their money would have come to another place. They wouldn't have to grind it. You know, it's, it's still remained, as the Rebbe is going to point out. So it didn't impact them to do tshuva immediately on the spot. Therefore, by a portion of the Jews, there was the order, that they grind it, did, and they uh, pushed it and cooked it, uh, um, all the different works. Zem gedarft, which lost in the pasuk in Bamidu Yidal Chav Beis. Zem gedarft haben tirche beim zugreiten the mon zum essen. They needed to go through trouble when they prepared the food to eat. So that means, had they done shuva, they wouldn't have to do that. They also tested me. Or ten times, um, which Hashem says that happened until vai until vai is given no drachil for mon. Some would it after they ate the mon. So we can't say that the mon impacted them immediately; that it changed them around so that they're no longer reshayim. Um, no, because all this is, so it means it didn't impact them. Maintes as their mon not not done in they need gepoiled the mizichus b'shleimus. What it means that the mon had not yet at that time. Impacted them a full refinement. But we have to say for sure, being that it was a positive matter, it did give them a, some nudge. And at the end, when the promise was uh, fulfilled that everybody will. Uh, return on their and the refinement was completed also this eating was part of it that helped them to change around their ways eventually even though not immediately but the bottom line is what everyone wants to point out the mom has a tremendous impact it goes in the inside they can learn and as the Rebbe is trying to point this also with um, with Hasidus, uh, if it doesn't impact right away, as we'll see, still the Lechem and Hashemayim, somehow it'll affect the person and the necessity of it. That's what the Rebbe is bringing the example from what took place with the physical Lechem. Now, in, in, in Ois Gimel, uh, the Rebbe is going to say that now that we understand the special. Uh, um, special quality of the mon. Uh, this will also explain uh, halacha um, that we find that when a person doesn't know what the uh, portion of the week is to read, it's brought down from Rasad Yagoyim that you read the Parshas Hamon. So what's the connection? Why the portion of the mon? As the Rebbe uh, will, will elaborate in a minute, as we'll see. But now that we explain that the mon's quality is, that notwithstanding its greatness, that it doesn't have any psoilus, it doesn't need any tirchets, lechem and still it comes down into the lowest level, into a panemius, into the world, this is similarly to the idea of Shabbos. 
Shabbos, the holiness of Shabbos is so great, then the concept of Shabbos is that it's a very holy, comes from a very high place, and yet it penetrates, it comes down with its full force also into a very low place, as we will see in Ois Gimel. Based on this, we can also understand it's written in the book of Itim in the name of That When on Shabbos you are on a distant road, and you don't know which portion to read that Shabbos. So So you should read the section of the Torah which talks about the month. Some say, what is the reason for it? So there is a reason given for this. Because the portion of the month was set on Shabbos, and, or, or Shabbos, they were, uh, uh, or during that month, they were told on Shabbos, because Shem tells them not to carry on Shabbos. So there is a connection between the Laws of Shabbos to the Mon, either because it was given on Shabbos or because the laws on Shabbos. But that's not unique, the Rebbe asks. That reason doesn't seem to be strong enough because there are seemingly many portions of the Torah which were said on Shabbos. Because everybody says the Torah was given on Shabbos, which means Matan Torah was on Shabbos itself. So the Ten Commandments definitely were on Shabbos. Uh, so you can lean the Ten Commandments. So why are we reading up the Parshamon? There has to be another reason for the Parshamon. What is the reason why specifically we have to? Read the parts of the month. Um, but as we had spoken earlier, as the month did not lose its level even when it descended very low. We understand the special connection from the month to Shabbos. Shabbos has itself the same characteristic. It's something which is very great. That also when it descends below, below, it remains in its essence uh, and its greatness even when it's below. And that's why we read it in Shabbos. Now, the Rebbe, in the footnote 19, uh, number 19, he explains that there is a chilek between the Mon and Shabbos. In Mon, they're both connecting the upper and the lower in a way that the uh, upper one remains in his advantage and the lower one remains in his loneliness and they're connecting but on Shabbos it's elevation of the worlds as they are above by the month it's bringing down the as is below and and that's actually the reason why the month did not go down on Shabbos because when the Shabbos the worlds are going up cannot be the uh, the Rida the descent below 
But yet the point here is that when it is Begashmis, it's still dressed with the Eirisol Yenim. There's also a long discussion in the Ha'ara about uh, the levels of the different levels of the Mon and with Moshe Rabbeinu, what he ate. But that's beyond the scope of the Sicha uh, right now. Right now, the point here is that Shabbos and the Mon have a, a similar concept in which something which is on the very high level comes down as is to the lower level, which remains as is and impacts him. And the Rebbe is going to explain, where do you see this concept in Shabbos? That the very highest level connects with the lowest level. As states, Literally, it means that the completion of the heavens and the earth and all the armies was completed by, uh, before, by Shabbos. But in this context, the Rebbe teaches as B'Shabbos Shtein HaShamayim V'Oretz V'chol Tzvom that on Shabbos, the heavens, the earth, and all the armies stand, the Gantzabriya, which is all of creation, is Vaychulu, in Akiloyin to the Meibrishtim. They're all standing in a way of yearning to expire. Vaychulu Meloshin Kiloyin, the language of Vaychulu comes from the language of Kiloyin expiration, Oizgein, to expire. The heavens, the earth are expiring. So what does it mean? It doesn't mean that the world becomes no more world, that we expire from world and there is no world. But rather the world as is becomes elevated. It is elevated in this expiring. And this also has its manifest itself, as the Rebbe is going to say now, in Halacha. The Faris der Din, that's why the halacha is that Shabbos mitzvah la'angeh b'achila v'shtiyah, that on Shabbos it's a mitzvah to delight with eating and drinking. As the tainuk v'sa'id hot from the achila v'shtiyah gash me'um Shabbos, that the delight that a Jew receives by eating and drinking physically on Shabbos, so we're not talking just the eating, we're talking about the joy, the delight, the pleasure. Not just the eating and drinking. It becomes a mitzvah, the enjoyment. This is different during the weekday. In the Vachontek, Dafen, Esnun, Trinken, Nerefazefil, Vifil, Seasonitic, on the weekdays one should eat and drink only to the extent that's necessary to, 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 to sustain his body. And even for that amount, you should not have intent, the delight of it, the pleasure, nor tondos you do it because of the necessity. Because the delight from physicality causes the person to become materialistic. It causes, it makes him thick, it makes him a physicality. It brings him, as opposed to Shabbos, not only does the light not make the person more materialistic, more physical, because even we find in the Rebbe quotes here from the statement of the uh, Navi as the uh, as brought down in the uh, in, in, in the Zoyar that Peresh Chagechem Kam of Leperesh Abadchem that there's leftovers from Yontav, because Yontav is Megashim a little bit, but on Shabbos, 
It doesn't say when the Pasik says over uh, there the Peresh that Vizeresi that it'll throw the Peresh, the leftovers in the Teichacha over there uh, in the Navi. Uh, it doesn't say about Shabbos, only Chagecha, because Shabbos, there's no Peresh over there because the Tainug itself, but Adrabah, the Tainug alone is a mitzvah because just the lighting itself is a mitzvah. That's part of the mitzvah of Shabbos. So how come? So how come the physical the light on Shabbos becomes the mitzvah. The light of Shabbos penetrates through the entire creation. Another example is that we know that somebody who is a complete evil person does not lie on Shabbos. It's brought down in Yerushalmi. Um, that we can trust him, usually during the week. We don't know whether the grain that he sells or that he gives has been uh, properly uh, tithed and other the other requirements, but on Shabbos we believe him. So what does that mean when we believe on Shabbos? That on Shabbos he's repenting, he's no longer Russia. We're talking even by somebody who remains just as he was the day before, like yesterday. And still on Shabbos he doesn't lie. Because the light of Shabbos can also uh, penetrate and, 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 and take through even something which is very low on the river. And that's the reason now we understand. So we see that Shabbos connects the highest level so that the time of the Gashem, the Geshem becomes a mitzvah in itself because the earth of Shabbos penetrates it. It penetrates the, the Rosh Hashanah who lies, but he doesn't lie on Shabbos, it penetrates. When the river, when we're not sure which portion you have to read this Shabbos, we specifically read the Parshamon. Why? Because everything that's brought down the world comes through Torah. As the far in order to accomplish in the world this concept of Shabbos, as their matas Shabbos, so that the one below should become absorbed and penetrated, totally encompassed, take through with the light of Shabbos, is for them, to them, Shabbos, start learning the closing them. So, if you don't know the specific aspect of Torah, which is specific for this, uh, for this, for this Shabbos, so then you will read the general parsha b'Torah, which is on this, the parsha for Mon. because the Mon also, in its uh, essence level of, of his greatness that also reached to the low lowest level so that can come down to the lowest level so that's what Shabbos does that is the concept of Shabbos comes from the portion of of the Torah which Shabbos we read so we have a special Shabbos what we read then but when we don't know we read the general idea of the Torah which brings down into the uh, world but if we would read over in the Aseris Adibris or the Randa Parsha of the Torah, but if we read Ten Commandments, another portion of the Torah, Chodzidan Zerhoich, although they are very high, Vaisen Zenitov as they feel, but they nevertheless do not show so much of their Arabkum and Malosim Kumeshehain Lamatamata, that they would descend as they are in their level all the ways to below, below.
In Ois Dalet, the Rebbe will continue to tell us that the matters that we find in the world as Lechem and Hashemayim, Lechem and Oritz are also metaphors for the two types of food of Torah, which is Nigla and Chassidus. And Chassidus is the Mon, Lechem and Hashemayim. And therefore, it has the advantages of the Lechem and Hashemayim as well, as we'll see inside. Ois Dalet. Alle Sachen von Welt nehmen sich von Torah. All matters of worlds are originate from Torah. The Tzvei Sugim from Lechem, the two categories of bread. Lechem in Oretz and Lechem in Hashemayim. The bread from the earth, the bread from the heavens. Mon, Zanfaran, Oich in Torah, they also are in Torah. Was Torah wird angerufen Lechem. Torah is called Lechem. Und von die Tzvei Sugi Lechem von Torah nehmen sich die Tzvei Sugi Lechem begashmis that is where the two categories of physical bread come from. So the fact that we have physical breads in this world, they come from their spiritual counterpart, from the two breads that are in the Torah. The Tzvei Sugulachim and Torah Zainam, the two categories of bread in the Torah are Galya the Torah and Panimisa Torah, the revealed part of Torah and the inner part of Torah. Galya the Torah has Lechem and Haaretz, the revealed part of Torah is called the bread of the earth, and Panimisa Torah, the inner part of Torah is called Lechem and Hashemayim. Bread from the heavens. Why do we say that? Why we call this Lechman Hashemayim? Because earlier we said that the um, Lechem in Oretz needs plowing, and that comes ready-made. Galia the Torah haste Lechem in The revealed part of Torah is called bread from the earth to leave the kushes and machloikiv zayin in them fanan because of the questions and arguments which are in the revealed part of Torah. Since farbun that is connected with effort and uh, and trouble. Pnimis atoyde heis lechem and hashemayim. The pnimis atoyde is called bread from the heavens. The less tamon lekashia chulav lemachloikus, because as he's quoting over here from the Zoyar, there is no questions and there is no arguments. Demis dokin kushu machloikus. That means that it's simple. It's straightforward. So madalfa benishmeinen. So one shouldn't think since we referring to it as bread from the heavens then it only applies, it's applicable it, 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 it connects to distinguished individuals just also the inner part of Torah just as the man that is connects to all Jews also to evil people even to evil people in the very simple meaning because not only will it not bring any um, damage, God forbid, that there is no psoilus, meaning there's nothing left over, so there doesn't bring, it won't hurt, not only that, the man did not cause any damage, nothing came out, it was no psoilus, nor adrabit, so with them was Talmud, because we know that the greatness of learning is that when you learn, it'll bring you to action. So the study of Chassidus will for sure impact that in the end they will repent. And they will become people that study Torah and fulfill mitzvahs through the consumption of this mon, the Lechem and Hashemayim. Kavtochas Razal, as promised by our sages of blessed memory, as a moir shabo, the 
moir, that's the luminary, which is in the Torah, the moir from Torah, the luminary of Torah, but this made pnimis ha this means the inner part, that's the luminary of Torah, machzir lemutav, will bring him back to good. The far torment came in the top rice and has visholem for limut pnimis ha You're not allowed to tear away, God forbid, from the study of the inner part of Torah, any Jew. Adrabe. On the contrary, you must put effort to bring every Jew to the bread from the heavens. To learn the inner parts of Torah. Through this, he will come to the truth, truth. As we said, you won't lie. He will remove the falsehood that is in the world. Was fardek that falsehood does fardek to lakent the memes havaya that the truth about Hashem. Bizas ba'im bet nizayin ke machloikes v'shenefesh alakis v'shenefesh abamis. Oh, there will be no disagreement between the godly and the animal souls. The animal soul and the godly soul, they will be removed by imvel nizayin ke kushus v'shenefesh. He will have no more questions or doubts. And he'll go in the way, the way of the king. He will, he will impact him. The Hasidus will impact him that he will change Rana. He will become an Eina Meshaker, that he will actually see the truth of the creation of the world and that the godly soul and Hashemamis are really not a, um, uh, a war, but everything is, 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 is from Hashem. Oisei. As einen da, as elche was tainen, there are those that argue, as yene iden was einen noch, da vale nidu b'chines tzadikim, that those Jews that are terrorists so far not in the level of tzadikim, tormen zei nitzulaz in tzubnim v'satayra. You're not allowed to allow them to the inner parts of Torah. Darf mevis, you need to know as their midvos men bavirkt a iden, tzulene p'nim v'satayra, that through convincing a Jew to study the inner parts of Torah, machzira lemutav, you're bringing him back to good. That brings him back to good. Bring him to tshuva. At the end, you're going to bring him to repentance. And if you conduct yourself the other way, not only don't you assist the other one to get higher, but on the contrary, you actually, God forbid, push him away. That he should become even lower than he is. When we're going to demanding by the one who was pushed away, why are you so low? He's going to use, paraphrasing the verse of the passing. They chased me away from being connected to God's inheritance. And they're going to demand them so good by design that you should check very well. The person that pushed him away. is finer and better for him. Are you a nicer or better than, are you a more fine person than he is? Furthermore, they will demand that you should not measure the one who pushed away by the strength of the one who was pushed away, nor but according to the powers of the one who's pushing away. In Hasidus, so in other words, according to your strength, you're going to have to answer for that. The person who's pushing away. In Hasidus, in Hasidus, is explained the verse. That Moshe was the humblest person from all men on the world. 
The Moshe Rabbeinu thought to himself, If another Jew had such a high soul, and such support of the heavens, very Moshe Rabbeinu hot as he has, Moshe Rabbeinu has, the other one would have been greater from him. You need to make clear that when you prevent the Yid from learning Torah, Torah is Chaim, the living Torah, especially when you don't allow him to the inner part of Torah, which is Ilona the Chai, the tree of life, is, so God forbid, you are killing a soul in a very refined manner, in a refined way, but it's killing a soul. You are tearing him away from being connected to the living God. That is closer, we're coming to the coming of Mashiach. So the arguments, the, the fights and the arguments on matters of Hasidus are becoming diminished, they're becoming less. The olden times there were arguments about, against Hasidus itself. Now, when we're close to dawn, the dawn of Mashiach, then there are no arguments about Chasidus uh, itself. came up with another idea. New arguments. So Chassidus, that to learn Chassidus you need to be prepared. Chassidus only applies to distinguished individuals, etc. What is the purpose of every time there is a block and there is an obscurity? It has an intention. So if we face these challenges that people are trying to pull away from Chassidus, is the the intent is to utilize that block, not only not to become impacted by it, but on the contrary, the Helms of Poilon, that block should impact us, that we should strengthen with additional force in with learning and spreading Chassidus. So we got to use like the Helm to make to strengthen the learning and spreading of Chassidus. The will see that this block that he made that it brought actually a strengthening in the limud and the from Chassidus in studying and spreading of Chassidus. But as a then he will be convinced that it hasn't wasn't worthwhile for him. Also, the enemies paraphrasing the verse will make peace with him at a lane. He himself, the Yitzhar, will remove this helm. The Rebishtas will help him. We should not become affected by none of these tests from none of these blocks and these obscurities. On the contrary, they should add an additional strength and courage in spreading the wellsprings. The more that we will do in spreading the wellspring, the more we will bring close the complete and true redemption below. Quickly in our days. This is Maluk and Mesichas Yud Shvat, Tovshin Yud Zayin, and Shabbos Parsha B'Shalach and Tovshin Chav Gimel. 
I just wanted to mention the note that the Rebbe brings down in 34 that sometimes we say that uh, you should not teach Torah to a student that is not proper, uh, which really is um, not only for, the Rebbe says, for Hasidus, only for Nikla. Uh, and it also applies in the Zoyer and Kisar Rizal that there needs to be preparation for Panimus Torah. Uh, the Rebbe equates this to the idea of Yafutsu Menesecha Chutza, specifically Chutza, and also with the known example that the precious stone, which was in the crown of the king, which is given specifically to a king of us, to son's king, to the king's son who's in danger. So then, you know, these things doesn't apply. You have to have it. In that case, you need to have everything giving them to try to help them out of their uh, dangerous situation. And therefore, this should uh, uh, be uh, the guiding uh, light to teach everyone Hasidus and the Moir Shabbat will be Machzir Lemutov, will bring him back to life.